Down to the Nub Podcast, the cigar podcast show focusing on premium cigars and good times. With industry leaders, cigar giveaways, interviews, and more, here are your hosts, Cigar Show Tim and Brandon Cigar Mechanic Wells. Let's get it started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode eight of Down to the Nub Podcast. How you doing, Brandon? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. It's been a busy week so far, but it's been a productive one. And in my books, that's a good thing. <laughs> I think that's a good thing in just about anybody's book. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a crazy week, man. I mean, dude, all this stuff in the news and all. I mean, I'm just, I got to tell you this. I haven't had cable in probably, shoot, over 10 years, man. And I'm so happy that I don't because I just don't get to see this crap until I get on some of the social media and it's like, Oh, there's stuff going on out there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, just get to live life, man. Like, just be dumb and happy sometimes. Yeah, it's 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 nice being ignorant. Unfortunately, with my work, I'm working from home most of the week now. But yeah, when I was on campus more uh, in the office, I had to pay attention closely to all those different changes and everything like that. But it's been nice uh, secluding myself in my my studio at home and taking care of work and getting all that stuff done. So it's it's been a nice little uh, nice little escape. That's good. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear it. You know, it's it's good to get away from that, especially with a lot of these states coming out with oh, curfews yeah. and all that stuff right now. It's just, I mean, we I had a buddy over smoking cigars last night, and he was concerned because he lives downtown Phoenix, like in the heart of everything. Oh, and he was concerned if he was going to be able to get home because most of the off ramps to the freeways were shut down. And uh, he got home. He texts me. And he says, "Dude, I just basically dodged a bullet because they were just like." They had a whole bunch of protests right down by where he lives, and they had just cleared it all out before he got there. Wow. Yeah, and we're yeah. we're under curfew now. I mean, with what time we're filming this, um, I'm not allowed to leave my house right now. Technically, I've got a note from work, but I'm not going to work, so <laughs> that won't work for anything else. So I'll just stay home and comply. I just leave anyways. There you go. <laughs> you know who I think I am. Yeah, I don't listen to any of that stuff, man. I, I just go out anyways. When they were telling us to stay home with the whole COVID thing, I'm out there on the trails, four-wheeling, still still doing my thing, man, getting the getting the good ingestion of all the dirt and dust yeah. and bacteria and everything out there. and Build your immunity. It. Oh, yeah, build it, man. You got to build it up. What are you build puffing on today? I am puffing on. I have not had any Aroa cigars before, and I just had this sent to me. And this is the Aroa Salud Amor Pesetas. What that means in English, I don't know, but it's a <laughs> probably uh, yeah a salute to love and something else probably. And if What's I'm wrong, name? well, they'll leave it in the comments. But yes, so family love, family something or other, or love. I, I don't know, but it's it's an Aroa, and it's uh, about a mild plus, and so far it's not too bad. It's a, it's a salute to family and placenta. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's how I read that, man. Yep, absolutely. And I, I tried looking it up, and oh, it's got this. And I, the more I read, the more I realized I'm just not even going to bother trying to describe or say the words and just go, okay, salute usually means like cheers, and then amor is love, and then pesetas, no clue what that means. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll just do cheer, cheers to love. And I think this is like a tribute to uh, a cigar that was originally made, like the original blend back in 1916 according to what the size the side of the band says but yeah it was made in 2013 it's an aroa and i've talked enough about it 
<laughs> yeah, man. It's great. Well, Christian Rowe used to do, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Camacho back in the day before they sold to Davidoff, and then the non-compete just ended. So, which that Camacho Triple Maduro back in the day was like one of my top, top most favorite cigars. And it's just not the same as it used to be. So I'm smoking the 601 Blue from Espinosa. And is there any significance I'm, behind that? Yeah, well, I'm smoking this today because it, it is 601 day. It is. It is 601 day for June 1st. June 1st, baby, 601. So we're smoking a 601 for Espinosa. We're smoking the blue. Uh, significance behind the blue is because that's what I had in my humidor. Uh very but it's fitting. excellent, excellent cigar. I love this cigar. Just a very, very good blend. Box press, great draw. Um, you know, I have no complaints about this cigar whatsoever. So, and I love the Espinosa crew. They're just good people. Well, <laughs> we've got a cool guest on for this week's episode because uh, we have started to immerse ourselves more and connect within the community of podcasters and content creators. And so, uh, a couple weeks ago, we had Rob Jones with Cigar Talk Radio. And yeah. this week, we, uh, we've we actually got Nick Miller with The Cigar Pulpit, a great podcast that's out there. Uh, him and Gator put, put that out a couple times a week. So uh, let's get Nick in here and let's get the party started. Let's do it. What's going on, Nick? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Hi. I'm good. And uh, by the way, Tim, that money for that intro, that'll be direct deposited into your account tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> perfect. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Send it to the down to the dub account. If you put it in his, he keeps it. I mean, he's the one who said it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I may or may not be able to do it. It's good to have you, man. I love, you know, I love getting the other podcast guys on here because oh, it, yeah. it shows just so much about what the community is all about, you know, and what, what the cigar community should be about and what a lot of people are making it about, which is just working together, realizing that we're all in this together and just being friends and helping each other out, right? No, I really want to thank you guys for having me. I mean, you guys have been doing great stuff, and it's been entertaining to watch. And so I'm I'm happy to be a part of it. No, yeah, is well, it entertaining as like a shit show type entertaining, or like entertaining in a good way? Dude, have you listened to my podcast? I'm very aware of a shit show. Okay, I mean, <laughs> we actually try and out shit show each other like every week. I mean, it's like yeah. how much of a shit show can we make this? So anyway. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit about the Cigar Pulpit, how you got started, what you do, who your co-host is, all that fun stuff. So um, we're we're an audio podcast. So first of all, it's kind of weird doing the video thing. Um, but anyway, so we're an audio podcast and we come out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or Tuesdays and Fridays, Thursdays, um, Tuesdays and Fridays. And we, uh, we're just two goobers that have microphones. I mean, we don't know what the hell we're talking about a lot of times when we're sitting down, I mean, we might have a guest and we might get through that, but I mean, before it's all said and done, the conversation may go in about 8,000 different directions. Like um, we had an episode last week where I went off on a rant about how um, Speedy Gonzalez cartoons were a um, secret pro illegal immigration uh, message. <laughs> because think, no, no, no. Think about, I'm going to go this, I'm going to do this again. So all right. Speedy, as the little Mexican mouse, right? He uh -huh. jumps the border with no problem at all, man. I mean, no problem at all. And what yeah. does he do? He comes into America. He takes the resources, the cheese, and brings it back to his lazy, slow cousin down in Mexico. And, <laughs> and, and the American border guard, Sylvester the cat, helpless to stop him. 
it's a total pro illegal immigration message. But anyway, it, it is funny to look back at the old cartoons and you just see it's it's interesting because you can see like all of this the non politically correct crap and but all dude, of it everywhere. But dude, There's... I love I love Looney Tunes so much. Like I yeah. I, oh, yeah. I subscribe to HBO Max just so I could see the new ones. I don't even care about anything else. But <laughs> I I just wanted to see the ten new episodes that they have on there. So that's anyway. great, man. That's it. We're just two guys. You know, we smoke cigars. We talk about cigars. We interview manufacturers and shop owners and and listeners and anybody who wants to come on and and BS with us. But we're just two normal goobers that happen to have microphones and we get on and we be stupid. There you go. Now, what was your idea or how did you come about where you wanted to start that? So. Jeff, my co-host, his name is Jeff, but he gave himself the nickname Gator. And I hate the fact that he gave himself that nickname because <laughs> I don't believe that nicknames should be chosen. I believe they should be earned. And there's nothing about him that says Gator. Like, there's nothing at all. Uh, he's not Cajun. He's not from the South. I mean, there's nothing about him whatsoever. He stole it from the other guys. Have you ever seen that movie with uh, Marky Mark and um, Will Ferrell where they're cops? No, oh. right there. This is a B level Will Ferrell movie. You guys haven't even seen it. So in this movie, at some point, Will Ferrell talks about in college, how there were some girls that were having trouble with their dates and he would go and help them out and all this. And before long, his nickname was Gator and all. he stole it from a freaking B level Will Ferrell movie. But anyway, Boy, um, that's what he wants to be associated with. I, you know, I guess low aspirations, <laughs> but yeah, start somewhere. But he and I, we would hang out. So, like, let me let me back up just a little bit. So, in terms of where I got going with cigars, he and I went out to Las Vegas in July of 2018, and we're walking around the Monte Cristo or the Caesar's Palace, and we came across uh, the Monte Cristo Lounge. He wanted to buy some sticks. I went in there, and between the ambiance, the, the humidor, the nice sticks, the pretty blonde Russian lady working the place. I mean, all that, it all just kind of added up to where I'm like, yeah, I'll buy a cigar. I mean, why not? So we bought these things. We ended up not smoking them there. We came back uh, to St. Louis, where we're from, and ended up just smoking them here. And the monkey climbed firmly on my back and just entrenched itself, and it hasn't let go since. And so he and I would go up to um, Hooters and all kinds of different restaurants that we just discovered that would let us sit outside and smoke. And we just sit outside and smoke and interact with the waitresses and our friends and all this kind of stuff. And people were just enraptured with our ignorance. I mean, they, they, they found our ignorance just to be so funny. And <laughs> so we started talking about, uh, started making jokes about, we're going to do a morning show, Nick and Gator in the morning. And um, that didn't obviously work out because neither one of us. Intros and you do jingles. Dude, well, I ripped that off of Community, but you know. Yes, I know. Yeah. Okay. So the point is, give you credit for that. No, nah, there's no credit to be given. <laughs> if you go to one of our podcasts and listen, probably about ninety percent of what he says is a quote from either a TV show or a movie. So it's just, it's all stuff. <laughs> but so we started talking about doing that, and neither one of us wanted to get up in the morning. So then we started looking at podcasts, and we started realizing that. You can do a generic podcast, but who cares? You know, drill it down into a niche, find something that that's your niche, concentrate on that, 
and you can you can build your audience that way. If you do a general like morning talk show as a podcast, you need to have a platform to push that out. And it's right. just, I mean, who am I? Why does anybody care about what my opinion is on the news of the world or something like that? You know, I mean, nobody cares. So, but if I'm talking about cigars, maybe maybe somebody's like, hey, I want to know what he thinks about that stick or that stick. And so we kind of decided that we'd concentrate on that. And so in August of last year, we kicked this off and we've been going strong ever since. That's awesome. And, and you guys came out with a bang because within just a few months of starting the podcast and what you guys were doing, we started to see cigar pulpit stickers everywhere. We started to hear about you more. You guys were doing really awesome work in terms of marketing yourselves and getting the word for the show out there and doing all of that. And, you know, kudos to you guys for, for doing that simple piece with stickers and getting it out there and having uh, subscription services and other places be the catalyst and the vehicle to get information out about you guys uh, because it's clearly paid off because you guys have a great following and, uh, and you do a good job. Well, I, I appreciate that. I can get you stickers if you want stickers. Actually, <laughs> I need to order more stickers. That's the sad part. Um, right here in the studio, the I wall of saying, love. I, I see it like right there. Yeah. So. Right there. But um, no, we, uh, we got a bunch of those stickers made up and it was all on a whim. I started realizing through Instagram, I would see pictures of people posting their travel humidor or their big cases or whatever. These, these humidors, they had all these stickers slapped to it, kind of like the old steamer trunks, you know, with the destination stickers and whatnot. And I figured, okay, people like stickers. Screw it. I'll get some stickers made. And I just got, there you go right there. Exactly. And so I got that. And, um, I just, I, I ordered 50 on my first round and I'm like, Hey, free stickers. Who wants one? Just DM me your address. And I mean, I was out in like less than a week. And oh, yeah. from there it just, then I ordered another giant round. That giant round just kind of ran out maybe in the last two months. So I need to get some more ordered, but yeah. It's worked out. Is when when I started Cigar Mechanic, it was uh, back in August of 2000. I'm sorry, April of 2016, and uh, we started that just as an Instagram handle. Is all it was was a place to post the cigars that I was smoking. I actually owned a mechanic shop at the time. Had no yes, intention. Your program. name actually made sense. <laughs> yeah, it made sense back then, right? And, yeah. Uh, and and you know, a friend of mine designed the logo, and you know, it's funny because right away, I but another buddy of mine made some stickers. And everybody was wanting the dang stickers. And what's funny is I didn't know that I would, you know, eventually it would become a brokerage and it would start becoming something, you know, brand of its own. And recently uh, I had quality importers coming after me for my website mm -hmm. and they were trying to get the domain name because they bought the rights to Cigar Mechanic and a whole long story. But it was really cool because I was able to use those Instagram posts. And because I had those stickers and because they had been distributed, I was able to prove that I had first rights to the name. Nice. Because of those damn stickers, and it's 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 just like people love freaking stickers. They yep. just love them, you know. And I, I'm one of them. I love putting them all over my keyboard. <laughs> yep, so. stickers go everywhere. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I remember after I'd seen the post where you said, "Oh yeah, stickers DM me," and I was like, "All right, I need to get one." And so we did a sticker trade, and you know all that kind of stuff. I shot you a couple that that I had, and you know you sent me a couple of yours, and I was like, "Hey, this is cool," and that was actually you know, uh, getting into more of covering my humidors and all the different things like that. Of course I had cigar mechanic stickers cause well, I, I had to have cigar mechanic stickers and, and, <laughs> and go that route. Cause you know, cause in fact, that was the what first sticker that went on my travel humidor. 
I know. I remember that. How sweet. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> and he's loved me ever since. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a bromance. Yes, it's been it's been a fun one. Just a bromance? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just a bromance. No more, no less. <laughs> so so let's talk about uh, podcasters in the cigar community. And Brandon, you know, said this towards the beginning, but uh, we've been connecting and wanting to make sure that the community of cigar podcasters and content creators, I guess is the general term that I'll put on it, um, have been uh, staying together as a community as well. Where do you see or how do you see that being beneficial in what you guys are doing or, or what's, what's your take on being able to collaborate and, and do this kind of stuff? Well, um, I've gotten to know uh, Rob Jones and uh, Al Roman over at The Good Cigar, um, Aaron and Mark over at The Straight Cut, um, you guys, and I've talked with a few others. And what's nice is that we kind of all have this, this mentality of a rising tide raises all ships, you know, kind of thing. And, and what's nice about that, when you think about it, my listeners are probably your li- to some degree your listeners and vice versa or viewers whatever i'm again not used to the video thing and so uh but but at the same time by doing this kind of thing you're introducing your people to me and then mm-hmm. when it, you guys inevitably come on our show in hint um you can uh, <laughs> we can introduce our guys to you and yeah. you know ultimately if, if you're listening to one of these shows, let's be blunt. You're a cigar nerd. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're into the community. Yeah. You're into the, the nuts and bolts of it. You're a cigar nerd. And I mean that in the most affectionate possible way. Well, exactly. I mean, you're hungry for information. You know, you want to know as much as you can. And you want to get that information from people that you like and you trust. And so you find other shows. And when you really stop and think about it, I put out two shows a week. And let's just say for the sake of argument, that, that equates out to about three hours of content a week. You know, Rob puts out his show. His is maybe an hour, hour and a half. You know, Al puts out his show. It's about an hour. You know, the point is, we, someone could listen to all of our shows and still have tons of time to live their life. Right. So there's no reason for me to compete with Al and Rob and you guys and whatever else, because everybody's got time to listen to us all. So why, why, why compete? There are tons of other podcasters and shows and other things out there aside from, you know, the few that we've named that are putting out really good content that the cigar community, the community of nerds or just the diehard enthusiasts that just want something to listen to and, you know, have it be cigar content. There's a diversity in what's going on. And, the understanding that everything that you're doing and that we're doing and that many other shows out there are doing is not a turf war. It's not a your show against my show. It's a, we're all together in this as a community to provide content for people. And if they listen to your show, great. If they listen to my show, great. At least there's content out there, but if we can help each other out in the process, everybody wins. Oh, realistically. I mean, we don't have, Barstool Sports and Westwood One and all these guys coming at us with million dollar recording deals because right. we're promoting the use of tobacco. So, you know, what's it matter? I mean, there's no competition amongst us. We can do what we want and everything's cool because we're not competing for giant multi million dollar contracts. So who cares? 
We can all yeah. we can have the fun, laid back environment that we all have gotten to know in the cigar lounges, and just yep. take it to the airwaves and share it with people. That's what I was gonna say. Is like we get we get to bring the cigar lounge experience to a person's car on their ride to work, mm-hmm. or on their way home from work, or wherever they're going. Or in, in L.A., you know, going down the street to the grocery store because you have an hour and a half and sit in traffic. But uh, you know, we get to we get to bring that to the people, and I, I think that's the neatest thing because so many people live in an area that don't have a cigar lounge or don't have that experience. And if we can bring that over the airwaves, then dude, that's that's awesome. I, I can't tell you how many times we do our live show and people are, are just typing in there. Hey, I needed this today. Thank you guys. Dude. One and- of the biggest compliments I've ever received throughout the life of doing the show is I love your show. It feels like I'm just sitting around with you guys BSing in the cigar lounge. Yeah. And I'm like yeah. that. That's perfect. That's literally all I ever wanted. That's that makes all you it want. all worth it. Yep. Yeah. That's all I yeah. want. And, and, and I think, I think we see that in the cigar community as a whole. Uh, you see a lot of, especially like I, I represent a lot of boutique brands and I love seeing the boutique brands uh, get together. I mean, I had I had Jack Taranio with me one time, and we were doing an event, and a guy asked about a Casa Cueva cigar. Well, Jack Taranio is with Espinosa, and you know he turned and helped sell a Casa Cueva cigar to the guy, and nice. and talked about how great that cigar was. And it's not even his brand, mm-hmm. but he you know he doesn't see it as competition, and vice versa with you know Luis Cuevas the same way with Espinosa, like. They just have a great relationship. They bounce off of each other and they get along and work together to help each other grow and become better. Well, and seeing if that consumer's paying attention, he's going to realize, hey, this guy just recommended a brand that wasn't even his own. Right. So he's he's a top-notch guy and maybe I ought to consider his cigars. You know, so it, it, it works out. Exactly. exactly. But he's not doing it with that intention. He's doing oh, the intention oh. to help better Cuevas. And that's, that's the beauty of it is... I- yeah, that's exactly it. I get it. I mean, it yeah. worked out just that much better because of that. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing it pure. And that that's what I love about this right here is like we just truly yeah. want to be there for each other. You know, I would love for all two of our listeners to be able to jump over and hear, you know, cigar pulpit. I always like to to say that my tens and tens of followers are going to be uh, you know, really excited <laughs> to hear that I was over here or something like that. So you have tens of them. Holy crap. I know, right? <laughs> tens of, no, but tens of tens. tens oh, of tens. so we're talking like 2030, you know, we'll be there one day. There you go. Give Maybe it time. give it time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, we didn't ask you what, what cigar are you smoking? Uh, I just took the band off of it. It's a Liga Pravada number nine. Nice. Yeah. It's got now, is that one of the originals or is that the, the newer releases? This is one of the newer ones. I just bought it today, actually. So <laughs> I love how you say that with like eh, it's one of the newer no, ones. You know what? Here's the thing. I've never had one of the old ones. So you I haven't? I haven't. So I can't compare the originals to the ones from today. But I've had plenty of listener or uh, Instagram followers when I put up a picture saying, Hey, I'm smoking a Liga. They're like, Is it an old one or a new one? And I'm like, it's yeah. like bought it like last week you're like oh it's not as good i'm like still fine to me but you know i I will dig through my humidor if i find an original uh i i'll send it to you because i i I personally don't smoke those but if i find an original they they were it was if you've never smoked one it is an entirely different cigar than the ones that they're putting out today all right then i will gladly accept free cigars okay (laughs) i'll I'll, I'll dig through and i'll find that for you if if i have one i'm pretty sure i'm I should have one. If not, do you like Lanceros? I mean, I'll, I, I'm never going to say no to a free cigar. So, <laughs> Brandon dropped the L word. Lanceros. Well, I, I might I, have an L40 in there. That's why I'm asking. No, that, that'd be great. 
Okay. That'd be great. I'll see what I have. We'll, we'll dig through it. Okay. Very cool. I appreciate so, that. so what kind of cigars do you, do you like, or do you gravitate towards, or does your palate enjoy? What, what are some of the good smokes you enjoy? I'm more of a medium to full kind of bodied guy. Um, you were talking about your cigar, the Aroa before, before you put me on here. And, uh-huh. uh, I'll tell you, have you ever had an Aroa Dark? No, but I actually have one of those in my humidor that came with this whole yeah. cigar. You're going to like that one. That's a good cigar. Nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. and Eat then, something uh, ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. And then um, uh, you were talking earlier about Carrillo, EP Carrillo. And mm-hmm. um, they uh, they put out the Dusk. Yeah. Oh, That's dude. Fantastic cigar. The Dusk and the, uh, the Alancos from them. The Alonco's, the Alonco's, game changer, game over. Dude, that Dusk, I mean, it's less than 10 bucks. I mean, that's a quality stick for the price and everything else. I mean, I love it. So, well, yeah. it, it may be less than ten bucks in your state, not in California where well, I am. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's where I can go, dude. It's less than fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's horrible, bro. That's terrible. Yeah. Your state sucks. Yeah, Taxifornia. Hey, you, you know what? We're better than New York. That's all I'm going to say. There barely. you go. Ba- yeah, barely, was, barely, but I will take better. <laughs> okay. You know. What is your tax out there, Nick? Oh, Lord. I'll be honest. You know? I, I don't know. Uh, okay. see, I, live, I live technically in Illinois, but I jumped the river to Missouri to buy my cigars because the sticks over there are usually about a dollar cheaper. Okay. So. It adds up. Yeah. It does add up. Yeah, we're twenty-two cents per cigar here. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I now you now where are you? You're not in California, right? Oh hell no, I'm in Arizona. That's what I thought. So he used to be in California, and then he got smart. That's smart. Yeah, I escaped twenty-one years ago. Well, if you're ever in Arizona, man, you, you, you'll definitely have to come by my lounge here. You know, I will do that because I'm disappointed this year. The um, the COVID really shut down our travel. Gator and I. I God, I call him Gator just because everybody knows him by that name, and it pains me every time I do it. Um, but Gator and I, we uh, we had started traveling earlier this year, and we were we were gonna try and go do a lot more just little weekend road trips. And um, we were calling it the Dick and Gator Traveling Freak Show and Cigar Evangelical Revival. I love it. Going nice short name. Going along yeah. with the the pulpit theme, you know, this the sacrilegious, you know, kind of theme we figured that we would do a cigar evangelical revival and uh, we made it to Chicago and Indianapolis. And then COVID shut the whole damn thing down. We were going to put out a t-shirt with all the dates on the back and everything. And it was going to be awesome. So, so now we're going to do one that has a bunch of like Oslo and Sydney and all that. Just COVID written across it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all these international cities. Come exactly. find us crossed out COVID crossed out COVID COVID. COVID kept me from Tokyo, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> We're supposed to be touring Tokyo for all of our fans, but COVID. <laughs> COVID. I actually oh, had yeah. a few downloads in Japan, not too terribly many, but it's. It, have you guys looked at, I mean, I don't know how statistics work for YouTube and, and all that. Do you, can you see like geographically where your listeners come from? Yeah, the analytics will tell you what what country they come from, and obviously the bulk of it's from America. And then we've got uh, European, um, South America, and then not too much, if any, actually from Asia. But we do have listeners in uh, New Zealand and Australia. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Australia has been all right, but my, so for us top three by a mile. So the United States, Canada, and then Sweden, Sweden loves the pulpit. We've got, a guy, we've got a guy over there. Bjorn is his name. We actually had him on the show. He had COVID. Of course it's so, Bjorn. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I, I was like, is that like, you know, Joe in the States? Right. <laughs> is that like Juan in Mexico? Yeah. Like, <laughs> But yeah, he had COVID. And so he came wow. on the show and talked to us about that and BS and whatever else. But super nice guy. But he, I, he's been talking us up all over the place over there. So yeah, Sweden is Number three, Bergen, Bergen. yeah, I know. Like, dude, he's telling me town names, and I'm like, dude, it sounds like you're describing the IKEA catalog, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like, furniture. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the Muppets, man. Ergen, Ergen, Ergen. I love the <laughs> I love the Swedish chef. Oh yeah, yeah. make it see you know? Yeah. Oh God. And then you got Beaker over there in the corner. It's so funny that you bring up Beaker because I don't remember. I think it might have even been that episode or maybe one right around there. Jeff and I got on this subject about what our favorite Muppet is. And I took a small little clip of the Swedish chef and put it in. And he's like, I like Beaker. And so I put a small little thing of Beaker. So it's like, for some reason, those two, even though Beaker hangs out with Professor Honeydew or whatever it is, he, he they just they go together. Beaker yep. was the best. He was the yeah. absolute best, man. Just it was just great to just me 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 me. I've you know? got a I've got a meme with Beaker that I'm gonna have to send you guys with all this that just cracks me <laughs> up every time I look at it. So oh, you totally should. See, yeah. I take it back to the what was it the movie the the Muppets Take Manhattan or one of them where you know the the Swedish chef is behind the the film the movie you know and it, and it starts coming out and you know it glitches and does different things and you just hear him go the flame is yuki dooky and you look back and you see speaker and he's holding like all the film in his hand he's see this is good i have brought the pulpit to you guys because this is the kind of stupid ignorant shit that we end up just talking about and it just goes absolutely nowhere so and the whole show is a red oh totally i mean but sometimes you need that, man. Sometimes you just need that. Just break away, just you know, stupid well, humor, and just enjoy life, and something just to kind of like unplug the brain and just listen yeah. and laugh. It's natural. We as human beings do it. I mean, I yeah. had a conversation with somebody the other day. Somehow or another, we got on the subject of the Golden Girls, and we ended up down this rabbit hole where we discovered that there was a spinoff of the Golden Girls, where all of them except for B. Arthur. Uh, so it was the mom and the Betty White and the slutty one. They ended up buying this hotel and they called it, it was one season called the golden palace and they, they owned a hotel and Don Cheadle is in this show. He's the hotel manager and Cheech Marin was the head chef of the hotel. That's gotta be hilarious. So dude, seriously, you have three of the four golden girls with Don Cheadle and Cheech Marin. And nobody, go and nobody talks about it. Nobody even talks about it. Yeah, it can't get much better than that, can it? I'm I I don't know how. If it can't listen, if, if, if we didn't need stupid if we didn't need stupid humor, things like Monty Python and the trailer park boys would not exist. Have you guys watched uh Letter Kenny? No, I haven't watched oh that. My God. I, All right. I've been stuck on trailer park boys. Dude, Letter Kenny is on Hulu and it's um it's a Canadian show. And it's yeah funniest freaking thing like it's these like redneck guys 
and they they have feuds with the hockey players and there's the meth heads in town and the one uh, redneck guy's got a really hot do- um, uh, sister. So all the guys are coming over trying to get with his sister and everything. I'm telling you, it's it's actually really funny. If you like Trailer Park Boys and that kind of thing, you, you'd like Leonard Kenny. I'll have to check it out. That's awesome. Yeah, because what I mean, dude, you had so many. Canada is one of those places that comes up with the, like the dumbest humor, and I and I've got to think it's because yeah. they've got nothing better to do because they're snowed in all the time and their brains the, are frozen. But the like red, the Red Green Show is probably you get the Red Green Show classic shows ever. I mean, yeah, who's that one idiot comedian that came out? Uh, something Green. Um, Seth, it's not Seth Green. Um, not Seth Green. Oh, no, you know, I know who you're talking about. He was in. Didn't he do that movie? Freddie got fingered. He was in the stupid movies in the late nineties. Yeah, and he yeah. just repeats the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Oh, uh, now uh, I can't remember his name. But dude, I mean, like, if she can't find you handsome, she should at least find you handy. That's words to live by, right there. You know. Truth. Absolutely <laughs> true. Hey, I don't think you're attractive, but you can fix the sink, and I don't have to call somebody. You're valuable to me. All the man and duct tape fix. <laughs> What the hell? Oh man, this has gone sideways. Oh yeah, this is fun. I w- roped you into my web of ignorance. This is great. Oh no, <laughs> we have been sucked in. I don't know what you expected asking me on the show. I mean, nothing different. I, I know. You know, I, I don't. I don't know. Okay, I just don't know. I mean, we could have even gotten Gator in on this, and then it really would have been dumb. Although there's a fifty-fifty chance he'd had clothes on. So yeah, and video and that chance, not nah, not a chance. That's partially why we don't do it, just because it's it's a coin toss when I get over there if he has pants on. Yeah, no. and that's not the way to introduce our viewers to Naked Gardener Day. Maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe it is. So much play out of that stupid photo. So it's the first Saturday in May, Naked Gardening Day, and every year he goes out in the garden. And takes a picture of himself naked and with some plant or item strategically placed in front of his his jiggly bits, and uh, that's that's just the way it is, man. This year it was a bag of mulch. Last year it was his compost pile. I mean, yeah, it's a thing. Uh, that's hey, you know, but you you've got to have fun when it comes to doing these kinds of shows and oh, yeah. and you know, being able to put out content because let's face it, sitting there and listening to, so this is the cigar and Hey, uh, yeah. Wh- what's your favorite one? Well, is it smoking well? And, and cool. Thanks for being here. Bye. Dude, dude, it, it, it's, it's boring. Yeah. If this wasn't fun, I wouldn't do it. I mean, yeah. it's not like I'm, you know, becoming a millionaire overnight doing it or anything, you know? So. Oh, you're not with our two viewers. We have become. Oh, well, yeah. shit, I need your two viewers. <laughs> Start listening, guys. God, it's, it's Tim and I. I mean, uh, well, hell. Yeah. yeah. Much. Well, now we've got three because Nick, <laughs> Nick's going to at least watch this one. So we know we've got three viewers. That's true. Yeah, right. We're going to have our highest, highest viewership ever. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I'm super excited. Now, Wait, let me Rob ask you a question. What's that? Rob didn't watch his show. Probably not. He, he did. That's why it, it had four views because he and his wife both watched it. Oh, I thought he forced Bryant to watch it. I think Rob forgot that he even went on our show. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I imagine Rob like tying Bryant to the chair and like propping his eyes open and forcing him to watch it. Like you will watch this, you know, kind of. All thing. he's got to do is offer him a bunch of free cigars, and Bryant will show up anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
Valid point. Valid point. <laughs> <laughs> we know that's how it goes with them. I want to I know if Bryant's going to smoke the rest of that five pack of backwoods from my, my Super Bowl bet with him or not. Cause he only smoked the one and I'm disappointed. I didn't see a video of that. There were only pictures. And I mean, I question if he actually smoked the whole thing, but yeah, right. Did he just torch it until it got down to a lower level? And that's then what just- I'm saying. You know, I mean, he, he, uh, he bet on the Niners and, that kind of stuff should be done in video, man. I'm saying yeah, he, he, he absolutely could have hooked that and, up to a, a vacuum and it, let it rip for five minutes and then taken a couple and, puffs and been done. I, I even gave him a lot of extra time because he hurt his knee and everything. So I was. It hurt me happened to his smoking. Thank you. But anyway, um, <laughs> I, I gave him extra time because he's all like, oh, I'm doing PT, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, fine. I won't press the issue when you come back and. I don't. I think it was a peach backwards is what he had, but he. Oh God! He, he had. He could only find a five pack, and so my question is, where are the other four? And can right. you get a video of one of those because I'm disappointed I didn't get a video. I'm gonna laugh when they show up in your mailbox, right? And Bryant, if you listen, I dare you. He's got my address, so he theoretically <laughs> do that. And then, and then you've got to take a video smoking one. I'm not proud. i hang out with gator i'm not proud so so let me let me ask you a serious question about about cigar pulpit and from you guys just getting going uh what is something that you you know kind of getting going into the podcast because it's kind of it sounds like it's kind of the thing that just kind of happened by a whim right totally you just kind of like let's just go ahead and do this thing uh, what is probably something that you experienced uh doing the podcast that you really did not think or you know didn't imagine would happen uh somebody listened (laughs) no i mean here's the thing honest answer (laughs) i mean yeah i mean somebody listened somebody actually thought it was funny and they listened i mean you know we we i i kept hearing from i was i did i'm a very studious person so when we were thinking about this i started reading all these articles and everything and they're talking about oh if you're gonna get into podcasts, just start just do it you know don't don't try and make it perfect right off the bat. Just jump in, do it. You'll get your feet wet. And over time you'll figure it out. And so that's what we did. And, um, we, uh, so we jumped in and they, uh, we jumped in and we did our first episode and I had this all planned out, man. We're going to do an entire episode all about Winston Churchill where I have all these like interesting facts and shit and everything. And I started off and I'm like, so Jeff, take a while. I'm, I'm asking him about something about Churchill. And I'm like, so I have an interesting fact about Winston Churchill. Take a wild guess. And he just goes, Winston Churchill was a crossdresser. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I mean, I'm rocked. I'm just like, what? And he goes, well, you said to take a wild guess. And I'm just like, right. that was not where I was going to go with that. And so so throughout the whole rest of the episode, he kept sprinkling in comments about Winston Churchill being a cross-dresser, liking Louis Vuitton shoes with the red bottoms and everything and a comfortable <laughs> pair of pumps and all this. And so I go to sit down to edit this thing, and I'm thinking, okay, this is our first show. I, I don't know if we can call, like, you know, Winston Churchill a cross-dresser and literally our first show. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to cut this out, right? And But he sprinkled it in too much to where it was going to be too much cutting on my part. It's a five-hour show. So he forced me, and I'm just like, 
you rat bastard. I'm like, I have to put this out now. And I'm freaking. I'm just like, okay, I put it out. That damn joke, I I heard for months about Winston Churchill being a Everybody loved it. It was like the funniest freaking thing. People loved it. So then when we went to Kansas City in September, we're going to the Kansas City Cigar Festival at Diebel's, and they've got, ironically enough, a big statue of Winston Churchill right there by the freaking bridge yes. across the road. So, so we take our picture with Winston Churchill and he's got the cowl on his face and we're like, Winston Churchill was not amused by our podcast and you know, whatever <laughs> else. And, and so, so like in terms of like what I learned, like what is one of the things that dude, I learned you can't plan. You just got to go in and you can have an outline. You can have a general idea of where it's going to go, but you got to just let it go. And the only thing I'd say is, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're afraid that you're going to offend like a metric ton of people, maybe that ought to be scaled back or something. But if you think, but if you're just, maybe, but if you're just thinking, (laughs) Hey, you know what? This could be funny. Some people could get bent out of shape, but screw them. Just throw it out there. And so that that's, I learned very early on. I I can't control it. I just got to roll with it. Well, it's, it's interesting to see even just some of the radio shows. I mean, you look at like Howard Stern, like if he was afraid of offending a metric ton of people, then Howard Stern would not be what Howard Stern is today. Yes. Or have the reputation name of being a shock jock. Exactly. And, and, you know, by no means am I comparing myself to Howard Stern, but you know, I would call Jeff Pigface every once in a while though. So whatever. <laughs> well, then, then you just have to chuck it up to, to being the uh, the gator effect is is yeah. what you're you've got the gator effect. Oh, dude, he's on about this whole cold retro hail, and yeah, uh, I've listened to that. I'm I I, I yeah. What well, is So the cold retro. This is something he insists is a real thing, where you do a retro hail, but before you light it. What? Yeah, there's nothing so, to hail. Thank you, thank you. There's no smoke to inhale and then blow out. He's saying that you're bringing, drawing in air, like you're just doing a cold draw, but you're d- pressing it out your nose instead of out your mouth. And he, and he's like, you smell so much more. And I'm like, so you're smelling the cigar. And he's like, no, 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 it's different. So he's talking about this. And what irritates me is when we'll have a guest on and he'll bring this up and the guest will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a thing. Oh, and they validate it. Dude, I can tell you a name right now of someone that probably a lot of cigar people either know or, you know, if they're cigar nerds, they know of them or respect them or whatever. But this guy totally validated this. It was Barry Stein from the Cigar Authority. Really? And I'm just like, really? You're going to validate this? It's like, come on, guy. Don't encourage him. I know. I'm like, please don't. But yeah, so... It's bizarre. I guess, but I guess people have different receptors in different ways. I mean, he may get something out of that, I guess. But, you know, I, I just think for your average cigar smoker, I call complete BS. I, I'll tell you, he makes me do it. And I think maybe one time did the cold draw amplify to where I was able to say, okay, I get the same flavor off the cold draw. It's just a little stronger doing it that way. Well, but, you, And you just but, did that one a couple weeks ago, I think, is when that episode aired. Yeah. And- and you know, you released it and you pause and, and Gators, you know, obviously we're not watching, you know, hearing it. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, You're afraid to say you got it. You're afraid to say it works. And I was like, Oh no, Nick, don't give in, don't yeah. give in. 
just that one, just that one time. Well, I mean, it's kind of one of those things. I'm not real big into the whole super elaborate flavor notes. You know, I can't tell you like, oh, this tastes like, um, ch- you know, chicken bok choy and blah 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 and whatever. You know, I'm not going to give you some like super elaborate flavor Subtle notes. Subtle hints of fatty tuna, right? But but <laughs> you know, like, it, it does that. You take a peanut M&M and you strip all the candy off and you suck the chocolate off to where the peanuts left with just a little bit of chocolate on. No, but on a June afternoon in Minnesota. Right. (laughs) But there was one cigar that I I did a cold draw on to where my brain just immediately said, okay, I know that flavor. And it was the uh, CLE. Man, we're giving a row a lot of plugs here. Uh, It was the CLE Connecticut. And I just immediately, and it's only happened one time. I've had plenty of those cigars. It only happened the one time. My brain just immediately said graham crackers. And I'm like, oh. okay, you know, but that was it. It's the only time that's ever happened. See, and I have a CLE, uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, Chele, C-H-E-L-E, Chele, Chele. And then I've got the uh, Corojo. So now, of course, whenever I light up either one of those, I'm going to be like, well, maybe Nick's right. No, I'll have to try it. I'll tell you, that's <laughs> the hardest damn part about doing a cigar podcast is trying to pronounce some of this stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you just you feel like such a moron. I couldn't uh, pronounce basic Spanish that's on the band of my Aroa today. And it's just how it goes sometimes. But if you expect me to roll everything off wonderfully, even though I took Spanish for three years in high school, you're betting on the wrong horse. Between that and Instagram handles, when people send in questions and stuff, it's just impossible to uh, pronounce some of this stuff properly. Yeah. Or you're trying to, it's like reading a license plate. You're trying to figure it out. Like, what is this actually trying to say? Because he couldn't get the word that he wanted for his Instagram handle. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and work numbers to try and make it say something, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this is just too hard to do. Dude, try try being a representative of some of these brands. And you got to go and sit down with a shop owner and be like, you want the, uh, you know, whatever. Like, when I was doing United, some of the Atabay names, holy oh, crap, yeah. dude. I don't, even know, I don't know how to pronounce that thing. But Sorry. you want that one? <laughs> you just, like, sit for a week just repeating that name over and over until it's just and, like. And it's wrong. And it's wrong, though. Like, you're, you're going to do that, and it's wrong. And then you go sit down with, like, Nelson, and he's like, he, you know, he says it in a completely different way. You're like, oh. You're like, oh, oh no. Sorry. Yeah, I will say though, nobody is as good at butchering names as Rob Jones. Well, that's true. (laughs) That guy can't pronounce cigar names to save his life. I mean, he had, I don't remember what it was. It was an artisanal del tobacco and he butchered artisanal tobacco. And then he, there was another name that he said, I don't remember what cigar it was now, but he tried saying it. And I remember just thinking, bro, just, just stop. Just Just, give it up. (laughs) You know what? The name will be in the show notes down below. Just yeah, just leave it at that. Yeah, but yet he can. But yet he can pronounce every single name in the McAuliffe lineup. I know, right? Well, you know, I guess he kind of has to. Yeah, uh, that, that's true. I'm like, okay, you can pronounce medallia. You can pronounce all these different things, but but you can't say some of the other stuff. But hey, you know what? Can we just. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's why I like that. I'm smoking the Espinosa 601 Blue. It's easy. It's very easy to pronounce. Easy. <laughs> I yeah. read three numbers and I say blue. Blue. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, what kills me too is some of these guys come out with these just unique names. I mean, Patina, for instance, like we don't have a Robusto size. We have a Rustic. Yes. And so oh. I've got to remember and translate because, you know, I sit down with a shop owner or I'm talking with a customer and they go, oh, I want a Robusto. 
okay, the Robusto was the rustic, I think. It, you know, it's like you're just trying to correlate this this funny name they came up with because it's a five and a half by fifty, not a five by fifty. So we're yeah. gonna call it a rustic or an oxidation because it's cute and it's funny. Like, I love it and I appreciate it, but at the same time, like, can we just call it a Robusto and a Toro and agree oh, on what these sizes are? Isn't it? Um... Is it Diamond Crown or the Julius Caesars? One of those to where like everything's a Robusto. Like all, I, I'm wanting to say it's one of those JC Newman lines to where like they're not all Robustos, like in terms of sizes, but they're all named Robusto. So like, I'm pretty, man, I'll have to look and, that up. And on, on their part, it's smart marketing because then you just call it by that and you're never wrong. Yeah, you're just like, hey, I need a Robusto. It's like, well, do you want the five and a half by fifty Robusto? Do you want the six by fifty Robusto? You know what? Kind of the Robusto, the Super Robusto, or the Gordo Robusto? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I do have, I do have one one manufacturer that I represent, and he does. He has like a, there's like a Robusto Grande and a Robusto and a Robusto Extra. You're like, bro, like that's a Toro. It's not a Robusto <laughs> yeah. Extra. That is a Toro. Let's call it a Toro. Well, it's like Oscar with the Superfly. You know, all of them are like, what is it? Super Reboot or is it Super Rebusa or Gordo or Super Gordo or something? It's the name, but he just adds like one super, word. super I think, to it. <laughs> it's, it's not quite the 6 by 6 It's like a little more than the 6 by 60 or it's a little more than the 60. Exactly. So. You know what the entire conversation has proven? What's that? that? Even, even though we are cigar nerds, we still don't have it all together. Oh God, no! No, oh, I, I never <laughs> profess to be an expert. Like, no, no, and, and I never will. I'm like, dude, I am not an expert by any means. No, no, and it, it is funny because, like, you, like I said, with some of the brands, like you know, you get in like La Historia, La Historia from you know Epicurio, and you've got the E3, and you got the El Senador, you got the you know, you've got like all these different names and. It just makes it so weird when somebody says they want a Toro size, and I've got to figure out which one that is, you know, or the Robusto size. It's like I just, I just really wish we can all come to agreement and say this is what they're all going to be called, and let's yeah. roll with that. Cuba yeah. was smart with that. I'll give it to them. Cuba was smart with coming up with the traditional names that people can stick with. Yeah, we yeah. screwed it up. <laughs> yeah. We got, we added some flair. It's okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. But. <laughs> Uh, I mean, like we did an episode, uh, I guess it would have been maybe a week ago, um, where we were talking about the Romeo and Julieta. And, mm -hmm. and by the end of the show, we're calling it Romeo and Juliet. You know, it's like, we just, we don't even care. Just, right. on, you know. Well, that's what most people call it. I mean, like the, the Oliva, the Oliva Series V, people call it the Olivia Series 5. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like so if you're sitting here going the Oliva Series V, you know, you get a guy that smoked a ton of the Series Five from Olivia and and they're going like, Oh, they have a Series V? Like, what is that? What is that? It's like same thing you smoke. Right it's yeah. what you're already smoking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, listen, we're not the only ones that butcher it, and that's what I love about it because we're not sitting here trying to be all you know, taking Spanish lessons to try and figure out these. We're we we are just going to be the average guys smoking a cigar and probably going to call it the same thing you call it in the lounge when you go there, and I think people can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that, yeah, none of us are none of us are experts. Everybody I've met so far, we're just average guys. Right. We just happen to decide that we're going to get in front of a microphone and talk every once in a while. Right. 
So. Yeah, that makes it easy. I mean, I'm just, I'm like you, man. I don't get all the flavor notes. I actually sat down with Patrick Legreed from Half Wheel and said, "Hey, man, help me understand this. How you go through these things, and you know, how does Charlie Minato pick up subtle hints of fatty tuna on a July afternoon in 2012? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how he does that, but you know, he does. And half of it, I think, is just made up bullshit to put into a freaking post. But like, I still don't get it. I'm like, uh, tastes like cereal. Like <laughs> there are very basic flavor notes that people can get, you know, yeah, spicy, earthy, chocolate, leather, chocolate, like I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there are very basic, you know, sweet. There are very basic ones that you can get, and sometimes they might remind you of things, and maybe that's right. where you can say, oh, like it's sweet and it kind of is a little raisiny or something like that. You're not really getting raisins; it's just kind of like it's hitting the palate in just the same way that maybe like that flavor would hit. But yeah. but to get very detailed and specific about it, nah, it's 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 a cigar. It's not dinner, you know. Yeah. See, so. and, and with my reviews and you know what I was doing before this, the person that I was reviewing with, you know, he would come up with different things, and it, it's like the the crust on an angel food cake, you know, and it's like that crunchiness, but it's a flavor, and you know, sometimes I look at him, I go, okay, I could get how you're, you know, you're getting that and all these different things. But there are times where I'd pick up notes and he'd be like, what are you talking about green onions? I'm like, well, it tastes like green onions to me. It's not a bad thing, you know, but they're, they're all in generalities of, you know, maybe it's earthiness or maybe it's this, or maybe there's a bread or a toasted bread, but yeah, going to the, the specific detail, it tastes like a, a, a runny yolk on an egg that when I had, no, that, yeah, I'm sorry. Even that for me is too detailed because it's like no, it's it's a leaf, it's not an egg. Yeah. Right, there's there's no way. So. Right, no, absolutely. I tell you, there is one like foundation does uh, um, the tabernacle. Does that taste like an egg? No, when I, when I did it, it, that one, you said raisins. Like that's the first one that came to my mind because I remember smoking the tabernacle lancero, and I was like, holy shit, this is like straight up raisins, like. So you will get that sometimes that it does, it hits that memory and you go like, dude, that is, that is raisins, but I, I'm not going to get that out of every cigar. And, and I don't think it, people are. No. And where it gets fun is when you get one that has that kind of raisiny sweetness, but then later maybe it brings in some like, um, kind of oat or, or spice, like a, like a spice, but not necessarily like a, a pepper spice, but like more like a, a nutmeggy kind of cinnamony kind of baking spice. That's when I like to say, oh, it kind of is like trail mix. You know, you kind of got the little bits of this going. And that's that's the beauty of the blend, you know. Yeah. You, you yeah. That kind of stuff going on. So. I mean, I've had one of the cigars that I enjoy is the AJ Fernandez Bellas Artis Connecticut. And for me, I call it the Artis. See, there you go. Proof, proof, <laughs> proof right there. <laughs> but I, I call it my peanut butter cookie cigar because it's got this nuttiness with some saltiness to it and a little bit of like, you know, some sweetness from here and there. And I'm like, okay, it tastes like a peanut butter cookie. I told one person that and they went and smoked and they're like, dude, it totally tastes like peanut butter cookie. I'm like, okay, would you have picked that up on your own? Probably not. But because I said right. it, yeah. you're looking for that flavor now and you're looking to make it taste like that flavor and yeah, yeah nobody told me that i just you know pick those things up but it's all subjective i mean one person's gonna pick up, pick up peanut butter cookie and one person may go no i just taste cinnamon and sugar so it's a snickerdoodle so do I'm you great. guys do you guys cleanse your palate between between cigars um sometimes i don't do reviews so i mean i'm always drinking water um you know so i mean i guess that's cleansing the palate but I'm not a guy that does reviews and I, I really can't because of you know my position. I don't want to be, you know, if I oh, give, no, I, I get that. I'm just wondering just 
personally, just so that each cigar that you're tasting, you get a little. Yeah. No, now, I, 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 water I, that's that's yeah, me. Water will, usually. Yeah, and I'll stack my cigars. I mean, listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna smoke a full bodied Maduro and then chase that with a uh, Connecticut and expect to be able to taste everything. So, yeah. although know, I, you, you did taste it, what's that? I said, although you have done that and you have picked up the flavor notes in it. Correct. I have done that. <clears throat> That's what got me smoking Connecticut's again. But, you know, for the most part, I'm going to try and be smart about it. If I'm going to smoke, if I know I'm going to sit down and smoke three cigars with some people, then, you know, I'm going to sit down and start with the Connecticut and I'll work my way up a little bit. Um, I had a person tell me that professional chefs will carry um, slivers of cooking almonds which I don't know what the difference between a cooking almond and whatever. Maybe it's just non-salted, just a plain almond. And they did the slivers. And when they're tasting food and they have to cleanse their palate, they'll just take like a little bit of these almonds and they'll eat that. And apparently the cooking almonds will cleanse the palate and, and everything. So I haven't tried it yet with cigars, but because I haven't gone to the grocery store in quite a while, but I, once I do, I figure I uh, might pick some up and try that. Interesting. Now I've, you know, I used to have a wine membership at a winery and, you know, you have the, the plain unflavored cracker and it cleanses your palate with some water and things like that. What aren't you into between wine, cigars, coffee? I mean, like, I mean, dude, you're, you're a like, man of mystery. I know. I, I am a jack of all trades, master of none. Okay. okay. I can respect that. Jackass of all trades. Still master at none. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I, I have my my things that I'm I'm admittedly a, a snob with. I mean, shoot, I started roasting my own coffee because I got tired of buying it from the store. So I buy it in bulk and roast it myself now. I don't drink coffee. I've never oh. I've never I love the smell drink of coffee. coffee. I love the smell of coffee, but I don't drink coffee. Wow. How do you no. not drink coffee? Oh, I I live on iced tea like all I was, day long. You've got to be a tea guy then, huh? Iced tea guy, but not a hot. Tea. I don't like hot tea all that much, you know. So <laughs> I <caught that. laughs> you heard the ear. Like, ah. I hit the ear, and I was like, "I'll come back to that." <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> That's great, man. No, I dude, I love like to me. It's like that nice cup of black coffee in the morning. With a nice Connecticut cigar is just, I mean, dude, you take like the Espinosa Crema or the Casa Cuevas Connecticut and you pair that with just a nice cup of black cold brew coffee. Oh, yeah. Holy Rob, shit, dude. Rob's been telling me, he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, what kind of coffee have you tried? I'm like, well, I've tried, you know, you try the stuff your parents had, the Folgers and the crap. And then uh, you, I know, I know, I know. And then, and then, you know, at some point you might have you might try a Starbucks in the airport or something like that. And Rob, you haven't got any better yet. Rob's like, you've got to try quality coffee. And so at some point, you know, we'll see. I might dabble, but I'm kind of afraid. I spend enough on cigars. I don't need to start getting into that too. Well, you're a tea guy, and and I and I'll go nerd on you for a minute. Uh -oh. I just. I just roasted some Ethiopian Yirgacheff coffee, and it has a very sort of tea floral kind of flavor to it. I'm willing to bet you would like it. Okay. We can oh. try. We Dude, can that, try. that with a peach backwoods sounds like a video. There we go. <laughs> Match in heaven. combination that I can't pass up. So. <laughs> Talk about a pairing. Right? Uh, <laughs> 
nothing like a fine Ethiopian Swedish word coffee and a uh, peach backwoods. I'll tell you what, I'll get my guy Larry the Mute to give that a review. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like oh. I like the Larry the Mute segment. Some people are kind of like, why are you doing this? I think they're hilarious myself. That's but. funny. And again, you've got to have fun at the content you're putting out because at the end of the day, if you can say, I had fun and I don't care if you like it, but I had fun and you're enjoying what you're doing, do it. Larry reviews the machine-made stuff that you buy two for a dollar at the gas station. I don't want to smoke them. Jeff doesn't want to smoke them. So we have to be able to respect those people that do smoke them. So we have Larry the Mute do it. And so, you know, we come on and he gives his review. So, Brandon, I think we need to make sure that Brandon Chapin can check out Larry the Mute and those reviews because I think they'd be right up Chapin's alley. They'd be right up his alley, definitely. <laughs> yeah. a, a fine, fine uh, menthol Newport. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing like the little flakes of tobacco just coming off in your mouth. and. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a good time. Oh, that's just great, man. You pair that with a fine burnt uh, Circle K coffee and you're, you're good to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good day. Maybe get a hostess cupcake to go along with it. You're set. <laughs> you gotta get, you gotta get the apple pie. Oh, see, all right, I'll give you that too. That are the hot dogs that have been on the like hot spit for like eight hours or three days. <laughs> <laughs> you just repackage that and make it into the jerky. Ooh, there you go. Ooh, now you're talking. We got that fine circle K jerky. Right? You just you just gotta. It's all marketing. So. I like the way you think. Uh-huh. Who needs Cigar of the Month Club when you can put a package like that together every month? Right? Circle K Coffee, Backwoods, and three-day-old hot dog now called Jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Cigar of the Month Club. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So where do you see Cigar Pulpit in the next year? What do you guys want to do? What are your plans? Are you going to continue trucking along the way that you do with your format that's obviously working? Or are you guys looking at introducing some new stuff? Um, no, we're probably going to keep doing with what we're doing because, I mean, it's it's we can't do much more because, like I said, we're doing two two shows a week. We both have actual real jobs and, and families and everything. So in terms of time commitment, it's kind of hard to dedicate more time. Sure. Um, but uh two shows a week is good we've been racking and stacking guests lately and that's been nice and really what i i my goal is just audience growth my my big complaint right now and i'm sure you guys are dealing with the same damn thing is the way the social media channels have just completely cut our knees out from underneath us in terms of advertising and i've been really harping a lot in the last week and a half, two weeks or so about Facebook and Instagram, because every time I boot up my Instagram or Facebook feed, I see an ad for Cigar Aficionado to subscribe to their magazine. Now, look, I'm not criticizing Cigar Aficionado. I want to make that perfectly clear. They figured out a way to get past the, oh, you're promoting tobacco, so we're not going to allow you to advertise kind of thing. But my whole thing is like, okay, if they're allowed to do it, why can't I promote my podcast on the same channel? Why, why are you telling me that I can't give you money to share my show with potentially however many thousand listeners I want to you know, expand out in my mileage to do? Whereas 
Cigar Aficionado is able to do so and rack up subscriptions. Yeah, so, they're advertising one kind of media that's about tobacco, but it's a media format. And what we do is another media format. Yeah. So, and, and, but according to Facebook and Instagram, their advertising guidelines say you can't promote the use of tobacco in your ads. Well, I have seen an in, I, I'm, I want to say it was some sort of boutique or something like that. Last Christmas, they featured a picture of Santa Claus sitting there drinking a glass of whiskey and smoking a cigar had nothing to do with cigar. The, the, the content, the, the business itself, nothing to do with cigars, but for some reason they use this image. Now, how can they get away with using Santa Claus smoking a cigar? I mean, nothing says, Hey kids more than Santa Claus, but right. yet there's that I see ashtrays being advertised on Instagram a lot. Um, the ones that kind of look like old records that they've made, molded into ashtrays. I've seen yeah, that. Oh, yeah multiple times yeah revived vinyl is the revived or revived vinyl i think is the name of the company and i mean i'm sure they're great products and i'm not critiquing the company for advertising i think it's great that they're that they're promoting themselves why do they have the option to do so and i don't and then now i'm a cigar aficionado so my biggest thing my biggest gripe lately has been that but yeah it's it's audience growth i just want to get myself out in front of more people so that's what that's what we're aiming for we want to spread our ignorance far and wide. Well, Nick, we really appreciate you, man, and your time. I, I know you're busy, and I know you've got a ton of stuff going on with your own podcast. I got to get my podcast tonight. tonight. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, and we we love it. We appreciate you just being a part of you know the part of this and being willing to jump on here and just be a part of the community, man, just to make this better. So thank yeah. you so much for your time. Anytime, anytime. Appreciate it. And where Perfect. can they find you? Uh, so we're on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. If you want to follow my co-host, he's at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. Um, we're also on Facebook, Twitter. We have a YouTube channel, but I, I don't really post a whole lot to it. I think some of our episodes get auto-uploaded to it. And then we're at CigarPulpit.com. But our show is available on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Music Play. Or Play, nice. whatever. I always get those confused. I don't know if it's Google Play Music or Google Music Play. I have a, I have an iPhone, so I don't care. So yeah, it's it's Google Play Music. <laughs> I'm an Android guy, so it's yeah, it's Google Play Music, okay. which is in the way of the dodo soon. And YouTube Premium is going to take it over, and it's going to be dumb. But that's a whole other topic. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 headed out. YouTube's doing their own music platform and taking it over. So oh, all right. Well, there's uh, that. I'll figure that out then. So, okay. Yep. Yeah. So very cool. Well, thanks again, Nick. It's been great. Thank you for your time. We know you've got to go edit a show and get your content out. And uh, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you. Thanks guys. Pleasure's all mine. Thank you, man. Have a good all right. One. Take care. Bye. I love it, dude. I love the community coming together, man. Just, just people being willing to work together on, on this. And, and I agree. I think that this is going to be the platform and it's not in an arrogant way. I just think yeah. that, the way everything's going, that this is going to become the platform for, you know, the, for the listeners to be able to get information, to find out what's going on and to just be a part of a community and, and get to learn more about cigars, so on and so forth. I think this is the wave of the future. Yep. No. And, and I couldn't agree more. And I know you and I have talked quite a bit about it. Uh, and, and look, everything went from radio years ago to TV, you know, and then there was print media and all these different things. And digital is where a lot of things are gravitating towards whether, you know, social media has had its time and obviously that, you know, it's morphing now even more so, you know, for instant information. But yeah, I agree. I, I think 
podcasts and the content that gets put out through them, through live shows, all of that is is the wave of the future, and it's it's where the industry is going to have to gravitate towards if yeah. they want to stay current and they want to stay in front of people. Yep. Yep, hundred percent agree, man. So, I mean, with that, I just want to thank everybody that listens and the supports, and, and make sure you guys are going over to Cigar Pulpit and checking them out, uh, subscribing to them. Just you know, help continue to grow the community across the board. We've got so many other guests that are lined up that are just part of other podcasts, and I'm super excited about that because yeah. really, it's just I keep saying it over and over again. It's about that community, and I just want to see everybody supporting that community. Imagine if we all had, you know, just one tenth of the community listening to this and what kind of an impact that could make when we're start talking about CRA and the different people that are out there helping support to make sure that we have the cigars available at reasonable prices and we can make awareness to that through these different podcast formats. That's just freaking, that's exciting. That's what, that's what like, that's what just excites me is to be able to bring that to everybody and, and you can, you can listen to this on, on your own time. I mean, on your way to work, on your way home, you know, while you're, you know, whatever you're doing, hiding in the closet from your kids because they're going crazy. This gives you something to like to do, you know, and something to listen to and, and gain more knowledge in something that you enjoy. Yeah, it is. And and I just like you, we love being part of the community of cigar enthusiasts. We love being part of the community of cigar podcasters and content creators. And it, it's fun to see uh, that this is growing more. And I think it's only going to continue to grow more and it's, it's going to be a really good thing. Yeah, totally agree, man. Totally agree. And, and Nick is just one of those great guys that's bringing that, you know, I love it because he's bringing that humor to the community and he's bringing that lounge feel to the community, stepping away from the whole, just, you know, this is the cigar and here it is and blah, 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 blah. Like just bringing the fun part of what we're all about to the community. And that's why I love guys like Nick. Yep. And it's great. I mean, I've, I've sat up in, you know, a vacation spot that my in-laws own and sat out on the porch with a cigar and listened to cigar pulpit and, you know, enjoy a cigar. And it's, it's like, I'm in the lounge with them. You know, I'm laughing out loud. My wife has opened the door and be like, what are you doing? I was like, Oh, I'm listening to, you know, a podcast about cigars. And she goes, why are you laughing? They can't hear you. And I'm like, because I feel like I'm hanging out with them. And that's just it's the vibe. Funny. It's, just, you know, it, it's <laughs> funny. It's great. And I, I get to laugh at Gator. So it's fun. Yeah. So thank you guys all for listening. I appreciate you guys going through um, you know this this bit of time with us and taking the time out of your day to be here. Uh, when you get done listening here, please jump over to Cigar Pulpit, follow them, uh, check out what they're doing because they're doing some great, great things. And um, they're just having a lot of fun. And so make sure you're following them and checking them out. Yep, exactly. And you guys know you can follow us on all of our socials uh, at Down to the Nub, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, and then we do have our Patreon if you want to contribute to help make this show go, patreon.com slash down to the nub. And then if you're listening on our podcast and want to see what this looks like on video format, then go to youtube.com slash down to the nub, subscribe, ring that bell, and we would love to have you be part of the community. Yep. So with that, guys, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for so much for being here. We appreciate you. We love you. And we appreciate everything that you guys are doing to make this happen. So thank you. Yes. Thank you guys so much. And we will catch you next time. Bye.